You want to know the real twist? M. Night Shyamalan's been dead the whole time. You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction, where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories, some are real, some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond, beyond belief. Hello and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number one. I'm Jesse Chapman. Joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Newth. Hey, guys. Kyle Maddock. That is a fact. Tiffany Frasivka. Hey there. And Mark Wahlberg. Hello. Each week, we watch the late 90s television show Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Each episode contains five stories. Some stories are based on real events, and others are completely made up by the show's writers. But it's totally like campy and fun. And oh, yeah. Just like, some of the stories are scary, and some are just really cheesy and goofy. But it's and, like, yeah. Some, some so are based on pure coincidence. Overall, you don't really know what to expect from each story it's just a fun time watching them. you know a lot of us have already been introduced to the show but i thought maybe it'd be cool to like talk about how everyone here kind of got into the show yeah i mean my mom was obsessed with it she was a big like i want to believe type person i don't know if she ever actually believes in like supernatural stuff but she loves the idea of that stuff i also have that parent figure well it, it, my grandma used to watch it with me and we'd play along and i recently asked her beyond belief do you remember that show and she said not really. <laughs> the, That's uh, usually okay. the response I, I get when I ask people. <laughs> really? So, I've been telling people that we're going to be starting up this podcast, and a lot of people have been like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that show. Mark, what about you? I mean, you grew up, you you watched it a lot growing up. Yeah, well, anything on it. I mean, Fox was always on, but uh, my brother and I, this was a show that we would watch all the time, so I'd you know stay up and watch that and then try to sneak in X-Files. <laughs> and, and Tiffany, you had never seen the show, I, right? I had not. I never heard of it, but I'm not going to lie, as soon as... I was introduced to it. I did kind of fall in love with it. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. All right. Here's how it works. We're going to play a clip from the show and then summarize each story so you know what's going on. You can watch along. Most of these episodes are on YouTube or you can just listen along with us and then we'll analyze it. We'll talk about what we think. And then when we're confident, we'll actually vote on if we think it's fact or fiction. And at the end of the episode, we will listen to the results live and we'll kind of all react to them. Also, we're going to flip a coin for each story. And heads is going to be fact, tails is going to be fiction, and then we're going to see if we can beat random chance. And I have a feeling we won't. Because I have that same I have, feeling. I have a feeling we will overthink it. And, and we're going to keep a tally for the whole season. Yes. So like yeah. at the end of the season we'll have and stats. everything, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have stats. Yeah. Know. So let's go ahead and get started uh, with the first story, which is called The Apparition. Apparition. Mm. 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 That night, I did everything I could to delay going up to bed, but I just didn't want to pass that mirror again, so I rearranged the things in the house because I couldn't rearrange the thoughts in my head. Hold on. I thought you said you were coming to I'm bed. coming right now. My fear of the mirror was doing nothing to solve the very real problems we had in our relationship, and I wanted to be a strong partner for him, but I felt myself losing him and my mind at the same time. All right. Well, Mark, why don't you give us a little summary? What went down here in this story? So there's this lady who's haunted by the upstairs mirror. Uh, Whenever she walks by it and the lights are off, she sees this kind of ravaged woman, like this ghostly woman behind her. She's frightened of this. Her husband has to stay at work one night and she can't come home. So she's freaking out. She goes upstairs and she puts a blanket over the mirror. She goes to sleep. In the middle of the night, a burglar comes in, wakes her up. 
grabs her. Um, and as they're struggling, the, the blanket falls off the mirror and you see the ghost. He freaks out and runs away. Uh, and then what you find out is that the um, the man actually, the burglar actually killed somebody a few weeks before. And uh, it's revealed that the ghost in the mirror was the victim of the burglar. So the victim of a previous burglary haunted the woman that the burglar was going to soon burgle. Wait, did the burglar burgle that woman or did he just murder her? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm sure it's a murder and a could have been a burgle murder. I don't know. Did he run door West <laughs> Street or something? Burgle, or, burgle, yeah. burgle, 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 burgle. Did anyone else notice that it's a little similar to the plot of What Lies Beneath? <laughs> like, I was just the whole time I was Classic. like, "Are you Michelle Pfeiffer?" <laughs> like, and, and the, the ghost is telling I me wish. something. <laughs> I've seen a lot of these episodes, and something that I totally forgot about is that sometimes there is this kind of elaborate, really pertinent information that they don't show in the story, but it's just like the host will come back like James Brolin comes back in and he's like, oh, by the way, the murderer was killed this ghost and then they found (laughs) the woman's picture in the paper. Like all of this stuff was revealed. Here's the question. Would they make the first story of the first season of the show fact or fiction? There's no way the very first story of the first season can be false. Well, that's what I thought too. But then like maybe they want to show like, oh, you think, you know, what we're showing you is real. Well, I'll tell you it's not. I mean, it was also such a generic story if you really think about it i feel like everyone's heard almost urban legends that are kind of like this before and so part of me thinks that maybe for the first story of the first episode they would start off with something that could be spooky that you know is kind of familiar to everyone but that would be false Mm. but i could totally see somebody like a murderer having a guilty conscience and like later on rambling to the police like oh god i saw her i saw her i saw her i saw her and they're like Okay, you're just really guilty because you you murdered a woman. And, so you're and saying he, that he actually and, saw a ghost. I mean, there are so many ways to look at the story, but you know, I kind of tend to look more towards the uh, the rules of the ghostly world. Yes. If that makes any sense, it's like I have watched a lot of things growing up in terms of psychics and ghosts and paranormal, and I, I feel like it is not unheard of that a ghost would like come to warn somebody of something bad that was going to happen. But my big problem is she's having an altercation with the with the mugger. She becomes the ghost in the mirror, and that scares the mugger away. It was just awkward. Yeah, it was, it was very because you're expecting to see two people. Yeah, and then and then it was like, what? Wait, was she the ghost the whole time? When I when I think of this story, I'm trying to think of like what actually could have happened here, and the fact that he reveals such important information after the story, like the guy was rambling incoherently about the woman in the mirror, like that's a huge detail because what that does is that proves that two people confirmed the supernatural element to me. And that makes it... The mugger and the woman. The mugger and the woman, exactly. So if two people are confirming the supernatural element, which makes the story less believable to have actually happened. Because if... if, Didn't he trip over the staircase and fall like a story? Yeah, I died. Yeah. Then they're it just like no. He li- fell and then ran away. You could. I oh, think he ran away. Hear, I think you could hear footsteps after oh. he fell. Oh, like, I missed yeah, that. but just because you put the sound effect of footsteps in doesn't make me believe that he tripped. Oh, he fell off a staircase. He's done. No, he's incapacitated. It all depends on how he fell. If he like fell on his side, he'd be like, oh, but then he'd run. You the know? fiction. <laughs> that, he, that he was able to oh that part of yeah the story. that he was able to trip over the staircase okay okay all right guys it's time to put our put our money down put our votes in <laughs> let's just go through and and see who thinks it's fact who thinks it's fiction mark what do you got 
Uh, I'm going to go with fact on this one. Uh, it gets a little messy towards the end, but the, the first part feels so facty to me. So I'm going to go with that. All right. And Kyle, what do you think? Fact. All right. Tiffany, what do you think? So I'm going to go fiction. It's the first story of the first episode. And I think it's such a generic story. For me, it makes more sense to start off fiction for the whole show. Teach people what the show can Ex- do. Exactly. Keep people guessing. So I'm going to go fiction. All right, Chris. Man, I, 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 I'm I so conflicted with this one. My instinct was to go fiction. And I actually wrote it on my paper to go fiction. But I'm going to go with the meta the meta game of it and say it the first story has to be a fact they can't start the show on a fiction that's what i'm going with too i'm gonna say fiction it just feels like way too much and i i like tiffany's thing uh i think they're gonna teach us how to how to watch this show i think the first one is gonna be a fiction (laughs) all right let's go ahead and flip the coin and see what random chance gives us remember we'll do this for every story heads will be fact tails will be fiction fiction All right, guys, let's go ahead and take a look at the second story, The Electric Chair. Within days, it would be time for this man to take his seat in the death chamber. Raymond Michael Edmonston. Bring in the prisoner! Check it. Take it back to his cell. At the exact same moment the execution failed, another gunman confessed to the murder for which Ray had spent more than six years behind bars. All right, so that was the electric chair. A guy robs a convenience store, murders someone in the process, is sentenced to death. His time comes, they put him in the electric chair, they strap him in, they flip the switch, nothing happens. They try to reconfigure a few wires and stuff. They do a little technical check, testing one, two. They postpone his execution 24 hours, a stay. stay of execution. Stay of execution. Mm -hmm. And then within that 24-hour period, the police make another random arrest. And that guy that they arrest confesses to the murder of the convenience store. And he bears a striking resemblance to the other guy. So it turns out he didn't do it actually in the first place. And he was saved by fate of the electric chair malfunction can i just say i do understand why the cops thought it was him he did look super guilty the whole <laughs> he really time. did straight out of central casting he was attention we're looking for a background who uh looks like a criminal yeah he was somebody. brooding yeah you know, there was a lot of that i don't know what did you guys think about this one well, for one it was just such a weirdly structured episode because it the whole story was driven by the voiceover of James Brolin like instead of it being a voiceover of the character it which was really odd which was very very odd um I don't know if that really sways one way or the other I, w- I just thought it was interesting I wonder if 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 he was doing his own voiceover then you would know he wasn't gonna die in the electric chair ah uh, you right? think that that was the reason behind they don't do a lot lawyer? of the lawyer oh, the lawyer the the, that makes a lot of sense the lawyer that's very beyond belief they showed photos and it looked like real photos. They were from really nice black of the guy photos. of the guy of the of, of the, the guy that was murderer. actually arrested. And then they showed like oh, like documentary style. So this it's, is the first episode too. Yeah. so maybe they're just don't you know they're still they, figuring they're out. trying things. That they, they had a bigger prop budget, maybe maybe <laughs> maybe <they're>, like, <laughs> that's a, that could have been it. Who had said when we were watching the episode like elegant? That was me. You had said elegant. <laughs> like it. Very I told. I totally agree. It was simple. It was elegant. I enjoyed watching this one. It just felt very tight it felt classic <laughs> there's, there's one part that i'm i'm getting caught up on so they they catch the other person doing something different and yeah. he confessed yeah he just decided to confess it was oh, before ballistics came back 
he had already said he had already confessed. So the guy was already being let out before ballistics even confirmed what the guy confessed to doing. Oh, that's tough. So you'd man, have to I'm, believe that the guy would kind of randomly bring up, I guess, another. Well, he could be murder. lessening murder. his sentence. Like, You're under arrest, son. I murdered someone else, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because whatever you had to do, like when they captured this guy, had to happen within 24 hours. Yeah, that lawyer didn't look very competent. <laughs> it was his first case, right? Didn't they? They mention didn't. That? They mentioned. They go. <laughs> they didn't go, we mention that? <laughs> no. In, no in they, the thing, oh, they did. He, he goes. It was the lawyer's first case, and I'm like, okay, first case uh, as a public defender like you get a death row murder case that seems like zero to 60 I mean, that's, that's a it's a crazy coincidence but so is the electric chair not um yeah. going what, off twice in a row what's the so. deal can we talk about this do does that happen with electric chairs do they just not work sometimes uh, anything I, electric could theoretically not work oh, i'm no. gonna go ahead i'm gonna go ahead right off the bat i'm gonna say fact guy got so lucky Mm-hmm. That could have easily happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you said fact? Fact. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was sweating bullets about my decision. <laughs> <laughs> fact. Tiffany, what do you think? Um, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's fact. I could just, it, it's so plausible. Everything about it, I could see this being something that, you know, people can say divine intervention, but also crazy coincidence that happened to work out. But I feel like it's a fact. All right, Kyle. I'm going to go fact, and I am so on the fence <laughs> about really this one. This is, this is one of those where I really don't have a gut feeling one way or the other. That's fine. So I, I'm just going to go with fact and, and, and move on with my life. And see where, <laughs> see where the road takes you. Yes. All right, mm-hmm. Mark, what do you think? I am also going to go with my gut, but it's also kind of tied, I feel like, to my memory of this. Which I don't know if that's cheating. Cheater. Well, but I'd like yeah. to point out something you can't really about stop that. You can't stop it, but the show also has an amazing thing where it just kind of has this built-in amnesia about it. Where like you'll watch an episode, two hours later, forget what it, was fact and yeah. what was fiction. It's like eating Chinese food, listening to this, exactly, or watching the show. You know, <laughs> so it's somewhere deep. It just feels like it feels like it's fact. So I'm gonna go you eat back. Chinese food, and then an hour later, you've forgotten that you've eaten Chinese. Then you got to order more Chinese food because you're hungry. I, I mean, so. that happens. I, I All right, Chris, what do you think? Okay, so I would I, I'm I'm stuck on these photos, and I honestly think the show got ahead of itself, posted real photos. It's going to end up being fact, and then later they say, "Well, wait a minute." We can't keep doing that because that means that every time we show photos, people are going to know it's a true story, and I don't, and we don't want to manufacture or fabricate photos. And so, let's not make it that easy anymore. So, I, I, I think it's fact. The coin says fiction. Oh, oh, oh! Coin's going to be kicking our butt. I like being <laughs> smarter than the coin, you guys. I like when the coin is against me and I win. But if does you that, win. Is that going to happen? We'll, yes. we'll find out. I mean, I hope that we do actually beat Randy. Someone is going to do better than the coin. Someone, mm-hmm. I hope. All right, guys, let's go into the next story. The next one is called On the Road. Again. <laughs> I can't wait to get on the road again. Oh. Sexy. Dad? What are you doing here? I got this call from Mom. She said to meet up with you guys here. Did she say anything about her flight being canceled? Yeah, who is this? Well, what kind of accident? Oh, uh, is Vicky okay? Who called? It's Bill Morgan from Jacksonville. Said the plane with your mom and crashed. It must be some kind of mistake because uh, we both talked to her. They're all dead. More of an airplane trip. Chris? Okay, so this one is about a singer uh, named Vicki Sawyer, and uh, she, I guess, is best known for performing while sitting down. She, her husband, she has a husband, basically his job, he's a husband, but he's also a manager to his, uh, his singer wife. 
basically he gets a call from his wife who's traveling at the time to they she wants to meet at this old lounge where they had their first date so he gets the call he goes to the to the lounge his wife's not there the place is abandoned no one's there the daughter shows up and she says oh yeah i got the same call from mom about meeting here and then they end up getting another call while they're there and the call is informing them her plane had actually crashed before they got their calls to meet them there. So the spirit of the wife and mother, I guess, brought them there. Yeah, but why? <laughs> to bring well, them together. But they were yeah. already together yeah, in the office. The story, they seemed like a really tight family. Yeah. <laughs> but the story started off with the yeah. dad and the and the daughter in the office. But, but the office together. is the, the lounge pretty much represents like the connection the three of them have. So the office doesn't make sense for that location. I'm sure that So they she had, wanted to bring about there. Their My house. question was the <laughs> earring. What the hell was up with this earring? Oh, uh, I, yeah. I missed this part of the story. Right. So real quick, so real quick, when they show up to the place, the diner. Right. It's abandoned. There's dust everywhere. The tables are upside down. Like the, no one's been there for years, clearly. But the daughter discovers an earring that she recognizes that either her mom gave her or she had lost years ago, whatever. So is so is the does the earring represent the mom? Is that why they yeah. had to go to this location? Yes. Yeah. So it was the it was the husband, dad, the daughter, and the earring, which is the mom, yes. and it brought them together exactly. in yeah. this location right. that means something. Right. To yeah. them. right. Random fact about this episode, I've actually worked there doing like background work. I can't remember the show I was on, but they had a fake strip club set up in the <laughs> back of that bar. I have a question for you guys. Let's okay. say that you met the person person that you married at mm-hmm. a place and then you get a call from your wife and or husband or whatever and they're like hey meet me at this place wouldn't you say that place closed down 10 years ago oh how did he not know like how would you not know you the place you met your wife at was closed like when he shows up he's like it looked all shut down. It's like, that was the most unbelievable mm-hmm. part to me. I also feel like they were setting up that maybe the family could take over the establishment. I mean, they built so much into this. They were there and reminiscing yeah, the so much down. about, you know, their their time together. Oh, I love this place. I want my kids to have memories at You're this place. You're expecting like a woman to come in and she's like, oh, I just got a call. They just canceled and I'm looking for a new buyer. And yeah. We're in a rush to sell this place. And they're like, we'll take it. And that's the story. Yeah. It definitely left a little bit to be desired. Yeah, Can I point out? Out. She's yeah, a singer, but she performs only sitting down. Is that weird to anyone else? <laughs> no, we see her do once. That. The song do was that. very sensual. No, I'm not saying it was bad. Soft. I'm just saying, It'd like, weird if she was standing. Maybe. You didn't even see yeah. a full song. Well, of her. To, like, maybe on the next song, she was going to stand up and do a whole number. Well, they should have yeah. played that song. <laughs> I'll kick it off. I'm going to go ahead and say fiction on this one. I just, it feels writery. It feels like there's not, if it is true, it's not compelling to me. So mm-hmm. I'm going fiction. So, I don't know. Kyle, what do you think? 100% fiction. Yeah. This is the writers going, oh, God, we blew our load with these two true stories right away. Let's uh, let's make You're this. You're still holding on to yeah, the fact that the okay, first okay. one's yep, true? And, yeah, and okay. they were like, oh, what are we going to write? Oh, this is weird. Oh, let's figure it out. And they just, it was like this incomprehensible sort of weird thing. So, fiction. All fiction. The way. Mm-hmm. It's going to get progressively harder if Kyle's theory for how these go is based on how all the other ones line up. It's, uh, a, it's a domino. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to agree with Kyle. Yeah, thank I you. Think it's yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Kyle's theories are really going to crumble under their own weight, but I'll agree with Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this one is fiction, and uh, my explanation is kind of ghost-related. I honestly j- just, I've not heard of a story where 
two separate people get phone calls and those phone calls are from a go- someone from you know uh, in theoretical afterlife you know like it doesn't make sense that they would that that would they would get a phone call and then hear a clear voice of the person who had already passed away uh, fiction mm-hmm. don't get a phone call he she called the landline you know like <laughs> ghosts don't use the landline no. yeah. No. Fiction. All right, Tiffany, what do you think? I am also going to say fiction. I'm almost on the fence about this only because I feel like the writers would have done more with it. Like, as we were talking, I'm like, man, wouldn't the writers have wanted to add more if they really were just making this up? The story just does not scream fact to me. Mark, what do you think? (laughs) Wait for it. Fact. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I actually meant, no, I meant to say fiction. And then I accidentally <laughs> said fact. Wait, what? I meant to say, like, oh, it, it, looks, it sounds like I'm going to say fact, but then I'm going to say fiction. But then you I said fact. said <laughs> fact. <laughs> so you're going fiction. I'm going fiction. What's your instinct on, like, I mean, what's it's a going combination on? of everything you said. It yeah. does seem like the writers would do a little more if it was fake. But mainly, I mean, if it's true, what's the ghost's motives? Is everyone yes. saying fiction? On what about the coin? Except the coin. Fact. What a contrarian that guy is. <laughs> okay, then. Wait, are yeah. you sure? Maybe it meant to say fiction. Oh, and- yeah. Mark, Mark did Mark <laughs> flip the point? Uh-huh. 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 Let's go ahead with the next story. This one is uh, a, a great title. Number one with a bullet. Honey? Oh, my God. Just give me a chance to explain. I, I- <laughs> When the gun went off, Sharon never had a chance. Everyone was sure that John got away with murder. John and his lover eventually got married. <laughs> The chainsaw blade had somehow struck the bullet and shot it straight into John's heart. Number one with a bullet. One of the most uh, confusing titles to me. Uh, Apparently it's a saying I've never heard it, except in a song of sorts. (laughs) Tiffany. All right. What? Oh, I thought you were going to ask her to sing the song. I will not sing the song. So yeah, so we follow a woman who discovers that her husband, who's a training officer, is having an affair with one of uh, a police officer. And she catches them in the act very upset. She ends up taking one of his guns and starts waving it around frantically. And in the scuffle, a a bullet is fired and um, the girl who discovered this affair is killed. And then we fast forward and her coworker, who's best friends with her, actually tries to shoot and kill her husband, thinking he got away with murder, but the bullet is lodged in a tree and barely misses him. So she kind of walks off thinking that that's, you know, fate. And then we fast forward five years later and the husband has now married his mistress and she wants him to cut down the tree that's very sentimental for him and his former wife. Um, As he's cutting it down, all of a sudden the blade hits the bullet, which has still been lodged in the tree, ricochets off and kills him. Is it a crazy coincidence or was it the woman finally getting revenge? God, this was a weird one. Everything I wanted to say a minute ago, I've totally forgotten because I looked up number one with a bullet, which is a music term for rising up in the billboard charts. You say a song is going to be number one, but if it is extremely fast rising, it's number one with a bullet because it's moving so fast. Okay, that Still totally makes sense. sense within yeah. the story that it was named after, but okay. And yeah, the title is equally as confusing Literally, as I thought it was. It's it also was, a 1987 yeah, uh, buddy cop film and it's a country album from Ray Stevens. Again, so I don't know why they decided to go with this phrase except for the fact that it had the word bullet in it can i tell you right off the bat why this has to be fiction and i'm not saying that's what i'm voting okay but like but it is one. how how <laughs> did they know that the assistant fired the gun 
Yeah. Like who would have told the story to whom? And it's funny. I completely understand that. And that makes a lot of sense. But part of me thinks it's so weirdly specific. But does it have to be true? Let's find out what we think. Fact or fiction, Kyle, hit us off here. Fiction. Fiction here. I think this is just another example of the writers trying to find their footing with a brand new show. And uh, I know that's going to be my logic around this whole entire episode. You're going really meta. Which will not be always be the case. But I feel like it's just the writers trying to make like this kind of cool wild story and just sort of losing their way a little bit and uh, i don't really I, I can't see this being fact fiction all right mark what do you think i'm gonna go fact i'm gonna go fact on it it seems like there's a lot of reasons or people that could be talking about the story since we always kind of discuss that i mean you know there's multiple people that were involved that can give testimony it does seem a little strange that it would involve the assistant admitting that she was gonna commit a murder but um it, it, it's uh, it's a crazy one Going fact. I don't want to go next, you guys. Um, it's a little too complicated. There is an easier version for the writers to have written, and it involves mm-hmm. the assistant not shooting that bullet. Because I, I think it would have been a little more supernatural and a little yeah. more coincidental if the bullet just was already in the tree, and they have this scene with the coroner, and he's like, you know, I don't know where the bullet came from, but it seems like fate took its course. That feels yeah. more writery. I can't explain it, but I'm going fact on this one. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, what about you? I'm going to follow your guys' lead. And it's funny because I, you know, I, I went in thinking it was going to be fact because it was so specific. And then you brought up the thing about the assistant. How would you find out any of this? And it's a really good point. And so I'm on the fence about it. But I just think it's so weirdly specific and coincidental that you've heard of these freak accidents happening. And I just don't see the writers coming up with it, even though there are a lot of ridiculous things that I can't explain. Um, but I'm going to also say fact. All right. Last up, Chris. The story implies that there's something supernatural going on. So let's go there. Let's try it. Let's see it. <laughs> In everything I know, I don't think they would go out of their way to to structure like a chainsaw hitting a bullet to kill a, a person. I mean, if that's your plan as a ghost, wouldn't you just as easily make the original bullet just hit the guy? Do you know what I mean? Like, if the right. assistant's going to fire the bullet, yeah. wouldn't yeah. you use your ghostly well, powers to unless move? they were, like, saying, oh, no, I love my assistant, and I don't want her to get in trouble okay. for this okay, murder. Okay, they enough. were like Let's, sisters. I like how you like, the, like ghosts so much that there's no ghosts in this story, but you put one in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm saying fiction on this one. Not that I... <laughs> oh, I... I Sorry. Thanks for that high five, Chris. No, I didn't know if we should high five because I was... Just go I'm, with it. Just, I'm always paranoid with the noise, and so I'm like, okay. just Just go with it. Okay, so we high fived. <laughs> I'll admit it. We high-fived. It was great. So I am going to go fiction. All right. Thanks, Chris. Now, let's find out what the coin says. That was a lousy... That was a lousy spin. You just basically just like... And then it it rolled over on the table. It was the ghost. Fiction. Let me high-five the coin. No, that's that's not how that works. All right, guys. We're going to go on to our fifth and final story of the episode... Dream house. I found the perfect house. I had a dream about it last night. This time I went inside. Stop! That's the house I've been dreaming about. Hi. Sorry, we're house hunting. Well, you're in luck. Looks like you've bought yourself a house. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Sines, I'd like you to meet the young couple who bought your home. <laughs> you're the ghost. You're the one haunting this house. Walk us through this story, Kyle. Like you oh. walk us through a house in a dream. In a dream. <laughs> like, Let, us Let me take you on a dream journey, everyone. Like a realtor. So there is a woman named Alicia who's having this same dream every night about uh, her dream house. She is currently looking for a new house. Her husband thinks she's a little crazy. She should just be looking for a starter house, not a dream house. So 
They're driving down the street one day, and all of a sudden, boom, there's the dream house. They see it. They get out. She runs across the front lawn. They just barge into the building. Thankfully, they find out that the house is actually up for sale that day. And so they put in an offer. They don't have much money. They put in a low offer. They never think it's going to get bought. And uh, the real estate agent comes back and she says, I was instructed to take the very first offer. This house is yours. Why? Because the owner, current owner thinks the house is being haunted. The owner shows up. She sees the woman who just bought it. She says, oh my God, you're the one who I see every night walking through our house. You're haunting this house. This one, actually, I have to admit, this one gave me chills. It was the first one we've seen that has done that. So uh, I got chills, too. Yeah, it was really impressive. One of the things I was kind of curious about is who's the bad person in this story? I mean, because if you think about it, she's all like, oh, sorry, like didn't mean to be haunting your house. But I think that's what made it interesting. Is that it was the yes. flip side of things. Yeah. Like, there's so many yeah. times where we see yeah. something being haunted. Right. And it was kind of refreshing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I'll also say, like, this one seems totally plausible in the paranormal side of things. Because, like, I've heard of stories where you, in your sleep, can... Like, astro project. Yeah, it was an yeah. astro project. Right, yeah, exactly. right. Think, yeah, so you can either have, like, an almost like an out-of-body out of experience and travel somewhere. And I could totally see that happening. And that would be if someone, you know, had really good intuition or perception, then they might see your being. I'm not I'm I would not rule it out. I kind of wish I could like if I thought and want if I wanted something really bad that I would just all of a sudden scare the person who owned it away and I, I know, could just right? take it. Like that's an awesome superpower. <laughs> Do you think the person buying the house felt really guilty afterwards like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry that's I've been doing that." Uh, if she I can't afford the house, I, I won't afford. I won't haunt your house anymore. She didn't strike me as the type of person who felt guilty. She was yeah. like, ah, I, suck I win. That. Yeah. yeah she's One to nothing. Yeah, maybe she's like, hey, just stop sleepwalking or sneaking into my house <laughs> and I'll keep my house because I love it because it's a perfect house. Yeah, because it is a dream house. She's like, well, oh, sorry, sucker. Also, it's so weird, you know, in terms of normally motivations for things like this, there is, you know, maybe there's some emotional thing that happened, there's grief, or there's, you know, this need for something. And I greed. felt like this was just greed. This was just wanting a house that they blatantly couldn't afford. Right. But- the best part of the of the whole story was the name of the realty company, Flotard. <laughs> That is, no, that is legit. F L O T A R D Flotard. And it's a really nice house. Hold on, is so that a Flotard, legit company? Flotard oh, is the, the 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 name they made up for this real estate company for a very, very nice, like luxurious, like high end house. It's- yeah, it should have been like Crystal Gardens, really. Yeah. Not a waste management company. Yeah. Or like a septic <laughs> tank repair. My name's Jim. If you want your plumbing cleaned out, call Flotard. I'll bring in the snake. <laughs> oh. Flotard Realty is a privately held company in Bogota, New Jersey. Now, hold on. Is this cheating? Because here's the thing. When I looked at that house, didn't I tell you that looks like the house that our friend Alex had in New Jersey. You did say but, New Jersey. But, but, but it was established in 2001, which is after the show. Way uh, after. Several years after the show. Okay. Someone, a big fan. <laughs> someone watched the show and was like, I'm making Flotard Realty. Yeah. It, it employs a staff of approximately two. <laughs> <laughs> One's flow and one's tard. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can uh, put in our put in our votes. Uh, let's start with Chris. Why don't you tell us fact or fiction? Because I have definitely heard stories about uh, out of body experiences while sleeping. I am going to say this is a fact. All right. All right. Next up, Tiffany. I'm going to say. I'm going to say fiction. And part of it's a gut instinct. Part of it, I just think, oh, all the motivations I thought were just weird. So, yeah, I'm just going to say fiction. All right. 
Mark, what do you think? Interesting. I'm going to go fact. I kind of, I just want it to be true. <laughs> it's a nice story. But it's so simple. Uh, yeah, fact. That sounds good. I'm actually going to go fact as well. I mean, my instinct is that this is impossible, but it seems like something that could have been told. I don't know. There's just some, I think maybe like you said, like I kind of want it to be true. I don't know. <laughs> fact. I'm totally with you guys. My heart is saying fact. My head is saying fiction. Oh, what do you go with though? I'm Are going, you going with the goosebumps? I'm going with my heart on this Aww. one. Fact. Fact. That's adorable. You know what doesn't have a heart though? Coin. The coin is heartless. Fact. Whatever. Oh, me and the coiner. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the stories. Let's go ahead and find out which of them were fact and which of them were fiction. So first up was the story called The Apparition, and that was the one about the woman who saw the ghost in the mirror and uh, ultimately scared and killed her burglar. Did this seem like something that you might have read about in the papers? Well, you might have. The events took place. Fact. Oh, no. And what Wait, about... Already the yes. yes. Okay. I forgot what I... I win. <laughs> one to nothing. That is... That is Kyle. absurd. Yeah. That All was right. a high five, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Yes. Okay, yeah. We, we kind of had an idea that the show would probably start off on a true story. All right. Next up was the electric chair. That was the one about the guy who was falsely convicted. And then they could not execute him. There was a malfunction. And then it turns out in that brief time... They found the actual killer. Let's find out what happens. Did this story seem impossible to you? Congratulations. It's total fiction. Fiction. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You know, what I'm starting to think is that we're just voting fact on the ones we like and fiction <laughs> on the ones we don't like. So I will mm. say, here's the thing. So that one is fiction and they included the photographs oh, the were yeah. fake. Were real photographs, just not relevant to yeah, this. Yeah, it could have been just yeah. random photographs. All right. Well, that's a I'm huge disappointment. So well. Okay. The next story was on the road. This was the one about the lounge singer who called the husband and the daughter. They met at their old stomping grounds, and she had died before the phone call. Did this story seem to be real? Did you think it was based on truth? Not this time. It's fiction. Fiction. The coin got that one wrong. Ah, eat it, coin. Yeah, sucker. Leave the coin alone. Yeah. It really can't speak for itself or defend itself. You know what? Money talks. The next one was number one with a bullet. Number one with a bullet was about the... I mean, I can't even really quickly recap. It was about the chainsaw hitting the bullet in the tree, and it kills a guy who had an yeah. affair. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's good so, enough. That's that so We remember this one. Did you think this story was false? They're absolutely wrong. Fact. Wow. Now that is very surprising to me. Wow. We, Jesse, we facts. are amazing. I can't, but you know what? It was just one too many weird it's just details. It's so bizarre. So yeah. bizarrely specific of how it yeah. happened. I mean, sometimes like I said, I feel so validated right now. No, true, but the, the, thing, the thing that I was yeah. saying was like, yeah. if this was a writer, they would have just taken out the yeah. assistant, right? Because that was a cleaner version. Right. Yeah. True. Have to ask them. I'm curious about enough to, I think, look that one up. Yeah, I would. Yeah, there, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to do a little research. Let's maybe put that maybe on the at log. the end of the season, we'll we'll do like a little recap. Do of, a little recap of that of yeah. like mm-hmm. certain ones we liked. So number one with a bullet is going to be so my the number, number one, one with to a bullet. one to look up is the number one the one. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. with All right. with a bullet. Next up, last up is Dreamhouse. This is the one about uh, a woman that was terrified night after night of uh, a ghost entering her house, and it turns out it was a real person who bought her house. <laughs> do you think that you've got this one figured out? Did the events take place? Yes, they did. Fact. Yeah. I'm happy with my score. So, the worst 
was the coin at only 20% accuracy. Yeah. So that is a victory for all of us. That means the coin got one out of five. Correct. One out of five. Yes. Um, And then uh, Tiffany, 40% accuracy on this one. Nice. Thank you. Myself, Chris, and Kyle all at 60%. Oh, so there was a three-way kind of tie. Yeah, better than chance. And it's not a competition, but we did better than Tiffany. It's a competition. (laughs) Um, I will return. She will return by the end of season one. She will come back like a bullet out of a tree. And then Mark, (laughs) Mark, you got an 80%. No way. Yeah, four out of five. Well, before we close out the show, we want to say thank you to our sponsor this week, Pine Souls Glass and Surface Cleaner. Are you tired of being haunted by the spirits of the recently deceased in your hallway mirror? Well, Pine Souls cleans granite hardwood, glass, and protects your surfaces with a fifth dimension seal that prevents the reflections of ghosts from appearing at the most inconvenient of times. Listeners of Beyond Beyond Belief can get up to 20% off their first order by going to Pine Soul Cleaner and using the offer code FICTION. Good first episode, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. great. And until next week, this is Beyond Beyond Belief. Beyond Beyond Belief is produced by five friends living in Los Angeles. Our theme song was written for this podcast by David Russo, who composed music for the original series. Our introduction is voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and tell a friend. All clips used are strictly for educational review and analysis and are copyright their original creators. You can send us feedback, questions, or share your own story that is beyond belief by visiting our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com as well as find show notes and links to us on social media. Thanks for listening.